When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for joining us for the PHNX Suns postgame show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. It is official, everybody. We are one and zero in the KD era. The Suns defeat the Hornets 105 to 91. And we are all feeling good tonight. What up, Katie? Just a little KD sax for you all right now. Let's go. You're really good at hitting her. Oh, I, I got a time down to, to to her read. I pretty much know. Usually she's a little slower. She kind of sped it up a little bit. So I like it wasn't the same kind of drop off. But uh, I try, but I always forget I know, exactly you, where it just, is. Just but, keep doing what you, know. you do, Lindsay. I got you. I got you. Can we get a hey, Kev? Hey, Kev. There we go. <laughs> hey, Kev. <laughs> what's going on? I know, man. Come on. Give me a hey, Kev, man. That's how I said it. Hey, that's Kev. How he, that's how it is. <laughs> just, hey, Kev. Hey, Kev. What's up? Real just, Kev. I'm just consistent. <laughs> Consistently awful. Listen. Hey, 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 hey. Listen. If there's one thing we can all agree upon, it was a thing of beauty tonight to watch Kevin Durant play for the Phoenix Suns. Obviously, yes, there are some things that will get ironed out and buttoned up and all the things. But from just the core basic level, this was fantastic. Yeah, it was um, – I mean, it was a debut, and he played as good as you thought he could, and he still – obviously, he still, he still got it. So I, I, there's some things that they're going to they're gonna iron out for sure. But overall, you got to leave impressed with um, just the level of ease that they were able to, to, to fit him into. I mean, this was everything you could have wanted. I mean, they won all but one – quarter da had 23 book had 37 or excuse me kd had 23 book had 37 da had a 16 and 16 triple double force or double double, double, double four yeah. assists like you could not have asked any, for anything more in a game that they're trying to learn each other and figure out how to play together if this is the beginning i can't wait to see what it looks like as a final product yeah, I mean, when your three main offensive weapons right now go for 76 combined points on 63% shooting, I think, that's pretty darn good, especially when they haven't played together before. Um, Durant was hyper-productive. He only played 26 minutes because he's still on that minutes restriction. Um, Shane Young, who is a national NBA writer, was at the game tonight, said Monty is planning to keep him on a minutes restriction for the next week. Um, so... If this is what he can do in on a minutes restriction, like you're cool with that. Obviously, this is the Hornets. You're going to be able to get away with a little bit more against a team like Charlotte. But these guys hadn't played together at all. Um, and, it, and it did at times feel like it was kind of just like, all right, Kevin Durant, your turn. Devin Booker, your turn. Um, and that'll get smoother as they go along. But this was a really, really promising start. One thing that uh, I think will change the minutes restriction 
Mm-hmm. I'm almost positive I can say this. Sunday is not going to be a minutes restriction. I'm sorry. It's just not. It's not against Mavs. Kyrie. Not against Luka. Not against the Mavs. Like, we get to the fourth quarter. I'm going to take a hunch that he's not going to sit the last six minutes of the fourth quarter. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with saying that because Monty did break his minutes restriction when Book came back for one of those mm-hmm. games as well. Mm-hmm. So I could see that. M- Monty's minutes restrictions are more They're guidelines. Loose. They're situations. They're suggestions. <laughs> yeah. They're written yeah. in sand. You can get, you can yeah, get, yeah, get rid of yeah. them. Real I feel like, not to throw shade, but a lot of things when it comes to Monty yeah. are a little yeah. bit loose around the, these Parts these days. Yeah, you, you think yeah. Jordan took it personally that Katie dropped twenty three in his uh, Yes, or? I do. Oh, Kelly Oubre did. <laughs> Kelly Oubre yeah. took that personally. <laughs> he took it so personally he couldn't hit a freaking shot in the first half. You know, quarter it's of funny. It's, I didn't even think about that. The fact that that <laughs> DA or KD had twenty three against Michael Jordan's uh, team. That's yeah. that's kind of uh, fitting. <laughs> All right, a um, couple things with with Kevin Durant tonight. Let's like kind of dive in and just talk about some of the things that we saw. Obviously, one of the big questions coming into tonight's game that a lot of people leading up to this, like originally it was like the big question mark was, but what about defense? We gave up our best defender. And then because we had so much time before Kevin actually played a game with the Suns, it was like, well, actually, he's not a bad defender. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be that big of a drop off. So defensively, let's talk about what we saw tonight. Yeah, I mean, you could tell. Obviously, when you lose a guy like McHale at the point of attack, that's going to bother you. And Josh Okoge got the start. He's going to be filling that role. But Kevin Durant is having one of the best defensive seasons of his career. And I wrote about this at gophnx.com earlier today. But he provides a few things that McHale couldn't. Obviously, not that point of attack defense, but as a secondary rim protector that's going to allow the Suns in their pick and roll defense to bring da out a little bit further on the perimeter which is something he is well versed in doing and has the foot speed and lateral quickness to do because they have durant lying in wait as a weak side rim protector that's huge we saw him get two blocks in his first five minutes doing that exact type of thing that we saw him doing all season long alongside nick claxton in brooklyn so this is a huge thing to have his length and his defensive instincts on that side of the ball. There were there was one shot clock violation <laughs> where him just showing was enough to throw off the Hornets offense and they got frazzled and didn't realize they were running out of time. So, yes, they're going to play much better offenses than Charlotte, but for his first game and for still trying to learn all their defensive principles and whatnot, he showed glimpses of what he's going to be able to do with that rim protection. He has uh, insane length. Um, you, there's not many guys that look like Mikael Bridges, mm-hmm. and we have one other guy that looks like Mikael Bridges lengthwise, right? Like, mm-hmm. And he's taller. <laughs> so mm-hmm. from the perimeter – it's very hard to get your shot off against him. Um, you got to put more arc on the ball or you got to make sure you get a little bit more of separation. And then, as as Gerald mentioned, down low. But the thing that I love, and, and Kevin Durant has always been known as a very good help defender. He's always been good at, at, at team defense. The one-on-one stuff, you can get him a couple times here and there, but the team defense. And there's one specific possession where um, he basically uh, guided his guy, his man, to uh, Jock on the block, and, and he kind of got beat a little bit, but even though he got beat, he saw that Jock had position, so he got to the cutoff point so those two could kind of el- uh, kind of bracket uh, the guy, and they ended up getting the shot block. And so 
those are the small little things that Kevin Durant is very good at. Um, he knows when he's cooked and he knows how to recover. And sometimes like we, we, we talked about it a little bit yesterday with Josh Okogie is like he got cooked a couple times and he didn't recover properly. So he, he exposed everybody else on defense, but KD's not that guy. So um, it's, it's KD's just an elite, intelligent basketball player and this shows you why well i mean when do you remember the starting lineup having six blocks mm-hmm. i mean this, this starting lineup as a whole had six blocks two from durant one from a kogi one from eight and two from devin booker mm-hmm. just aggressiveness on defense and i think a lot of that obviously was spurned by kd in those early uh two blocks but you know i thought da looked good shifted well on defense tonight devin booker very engaged on defense, I'm excited to see what they can do on that side of the ball. And the team as a whole finished with nine uh, blocks. Jock Landell with two of his own off the bench. As long as this defense is aggressive, I think they're going to be fine uh, this year and and through the playoffs on that end of the ball. Even though that they did take uh, some losses in terms of uh, you know obviously Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson to a certain extent. I think they're more going to make up for it with the effort and with what KD brings. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, now let's talk about just Kevin Durant, obviously, offensively, mm. because it's a joy to watch him out there. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like, how? It's... But how, though? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He finished tonight with 23 points. He was 10 of 15 from the field, 2 of 4 from deep, 1 of 1 from the charity stripe. This is going to open so many doors for us. He um, He's... He makes it look easy, mm-hmm. um, and he's just so efficient with his movements. Like that's that's the thing about KD is he's an elite player because, again, he's 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 perfecting his craft, and that that's the beauty of him. The honestly, the biggest takeaway I had today, and I, I said this on the on the watch along, um, was towards the end of the game when Devin Booker missed a free throw for the second time in the game, and KD gave him shit for it, mm-hmm. and then in the post game with Tom and Tom. He says, like, yeah, he played awesome, except he missed free throws. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, because that shit's going to cost you if you don't buck that shit up. And same thing with CP3. Like, he's been missing free throws, too. And, like, I love that it was like, yeah, but for KD. Like, there's there's just – and he said there's such a another level that we have to go to, and Devin Booker is going to be the key to that. Um, and so when you watch KD play and you watch how he inf- uh, affects everybody else – offensively, defensively, it's just, it's, I don't know if we've really had a guy quite like him before. Well, I I also, I think he takes a lot of crap for not being a leader, but what he said there and the fact that he gave book crap for that, that's a form of leadership oh, yeah. out there, right? Because yeah, he said it in jest, but book also knows he means it deep down that you got to lock that in. And, and there's something to be said for the, uh, the quiet leadership like that. It doesn't always have to be Chris Paul's version of leadership or even Devin Booker's version of leadership. I think Kevin Durant is going to come in uh, and offer a lot of that. But one thing I really loved about his game that I didn't think I was going to notice as much, and you had brought this up, uh, Gerald, you or Saul brought this up yesterday, but him on the block. I loved seeing KD on the block and knowing how to make the right move. If it is it the pass, do I get aggressive and, and, and take the shot? That's going to be fun to watch because I think you can get a lot done that way. Yeah, absolutely. Like the scoring was on display, um, especially in 
that fourth quarter, ironically. We, we saw the scoring barrage early in the game. Um, but during that fourth quarter, the Hornets had cut it to six with like 10.45 to go in the game. And from there, KD scored 11 straight points to help them push the lead back to double digits. And those are the types of, of runs that he's going to be capable of going on. Like this is his first game back and not having played in two months, basically. Um, and he just goes out there, quick little nine-point burst. Um, the Hornets scored a little bit in between, but it didn't matter because he just kept doing it four straight plays where he got to his jumper. He had that and one jumper where he got fouled on. And there's just there's no defense for that, no matter who you're playing. If you try to contest Kevin Durant that close, there's a good chance you're going to land right where his feet are landing and foul him in the process. And he's still going to hit the shot anyway. So um, that's the type of thing that he is the ultimate security blanket. He's the ultimate bailout option when defenses get tight. Well, and that was with an all bench lineup with him Mm -hmm. when he did that. So not only does he go on that run, but book gets to save his energy so he can go on his run when he comes back in. And that's the difference here. You're not, you, in the past, it would be Book would come in, go on that run, and would lose a little gas, mm-hmm. and they would be trying to find that guy in the middle of the fourth that could extend the lead or at least keep it where it's at. Now they got that. They can rotate guys through and and do that, and that was a huge part tonight. All right. I want us to go around the room and share our favorite <laughs> Kevin Durant moment from tonight's game. Mm. I'll start. Okay. Mine was when Book passed him the ball and Book just uh, immediately turned around, put up three fingers in the air and walked back. <laughs> that was and Kevin great. obviously nailed the bucket. That was mm-hmm. my favorite moment from tonight's game. That involved KD. Uh, I gave mine uh, the free throw and him getting on him. I, I just love that. Mine was probably a sequence early in the game where he got the block and then came back down and hit a three in transition that's the epitome of what he's going to be able to do for this team. Yeah, mine easily was KD was at the Charlotte uh, free throw line, had the ball, gave a no-look pass all the way down the court to book for a dunk. Mm-hmm. Like that, to me, that's that's when this gets really fun is when these guys, I mean, this is game one. They already had that connection. Uh, I love to see it, and those are the kind of buckets that in the playoffs are going to really fire up the crowd here in Phoenix and could cause, you know, big runs. I love that play. Yeah, and we'll definitely talk a little bit more about uh, Devin Booker in the show, but I do think there's something to be said about the fact that this seemed like it was so almost a seamless kind of transition, if you will. Like, I know there's stuff to clean up and the chemistry will get better, but Mm -hmm. at least between Book and KD, and I do think that what we had mentioned in the pregame show that Brian Windhorse had shared about the two of them not going away for All-Star break, but choosing to stay here in Phoenix and work out together in the gym and build up that chemistry. I do think that does give us a little bit of a leg up, plus their history together, Monty's history with Katie and Katie's with Monty. Like, I just think it's 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 going to be a lot easier, the- which is weird to say because <laughs> it shouldn't necessarily be easy, but it is. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be fascinating to watch these two grow together. Um, and the one thing that I, I, man, I don't think we've all talked about at all, to be honest with you, is like KD, when he joined the Warriors, he had Clay and Steph there who had won a championship already. Mm-hmm. And I'm a million percent positive that the, even they told KD, like, we know you're one of the greats. We know you're awesome and you're joining an awesome team, but it's not easy. 
there 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 are levels to this that will that will stress you and push you to the brink. And I think KD is going to do that same thing with Devin and even possibly CP because uh, CP3's never won a championship. Like there's an education level to this that I think Devin Booker is so hungry for that I think this is like the perfect timing for Devin to have a KD. I think if Devin had KD on his team five years ago, he doesn't appreciate it as much as he does right now yeah. in this very moment because he's been there. He's come close. He couldn't get over the hump. How can they do that? You bring KD into the fold and even KD just by talking about the free throws even is, is letting you know how the small details really, really do matter in the long run. You got to, you got to sharpen up. You got to stay focused and you got to be ready to play at all times. Cause you never know what could happen. So um, I think that's a lesson that the Suns learned last year in game seven uh, in the seven game series against the Mavs. And now they're learning and, and, and really embracing this year with KD. I also think there's just a certain type of joy in coming here versus where he was coming from. Um, you know, obviously the summer with the trade demand and everything that was going on over the last year um, with Kyrie and James Harden and all of that drama, like he's talked a lot about just, you know, for him, it's all about the basketball and that's what it is here too. Like obviously the Suns have seen some turbulent moments over the last year, but at their core, this group has always been about the basketball um, and you could see it just like when Book tried to get that steal near the end and it went off his leg and Kevin Durant was like patting him on the chest and they were laughing about it like th these are just two people that have the same mindset and playing with a very good team like this that is all about that work. It, it does kind of it, we saw a reinvigorated Book tonight and there is more of a joy watching this team play and it was only night one. So that's going to be something that they can build on as they get more familiar um, and it's going to be a blast, obviously, for us to be able to watch it. Yeah. All right. We do have two super chats that I'll bring up and then a couple more in just a little bit. First and foremost, from D.C., thank you for your super chat. They said, we need, quote, Ket Bender and jerseys. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we really do. I know. Everybody's been saying, like, why can't, why I can order it. Mm. And even if I do, Derek was saying he tried to go online and get one of the custom-made ones. And if it says Kevin Durant's name on it, it still ships later. But if it says my name on it, it'll ship tomorrow. And I don't know why. What? But okay. they need more. We need Kevin like, Durant I the, jerseys. Yeah. I get the Dragon Bender thing and the Kevin Durant. I, it, 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 we're just merging the two together. It, no, it so was there because was you a have... meme where a guy took a photo of his Bender jersey with Bender and 35. And then he put in tape like K-E yeah, and then A-N-T. Yeah. So it was Kevin Durant. Kevin. <laughs> When oh, they found Kevin out they were Durant. Yeah. Ah, got you. You're just, yeah. you're I was separating the it all out. out yeah. Yeah. I think like, we what? need to get one of those for uh, the center of the uh, of the set here. I would love that. Honestly, that was one Kevin. of my favorite little nuggets. That I mean, it was so creative. Yeah, like it was. Like it was. You were, yeah. Now that it. I get it, it's super creative. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and then Espo's burner. Thank you for your super chat. They said. Katie picked the Suns because of Espo. Thanks, Espo. Uh, because Epso. Epso. Sorry. You're welcome. Oh, well, Even <laughs> if it wasn't spelled. I'm sure it Thanks, meant Epso. Espo, right? Thanks, Epso. Epso, <laughs> Espo. I don't care. I'll take credit. Sure. Uh, we have an alternate uh, alias for Mr. Espo over here. What do, do we, we have? When he's being salty, mm -hmm. 
Greg has showed up. Oh, <laughs> Greg okay. has showed up. Greg has entered yep. the chat. You got yep. even more <laughs> yep. alter so egos on the Greg and Chelsea. Greg and Chelsea. Yep. <laughs> wow. My cousin Greg. The worst. <laughs> the worst. God. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, guys, we're gonna get into even more of this game. But first, if you haven't already. Grab your snacks and buckle up. And if you don't have any snacks, Ooh, well, guess where you can we get We have a snacks? treat for you. Oh, oh yeah. That's we right. We have the treat oh, for yeah. you, baby. We are so excited Let's to go. be partnering with our friends over at Circle K, the ultimate place to get all of it's the a, snacks. It's and a if double you treat are for you watching, guys. we're going to give you an example of how many snacks you can get your hands on by heading to a Circle K. Look at this thing, you guys. Yeah. Look at this thing. For those of you listening on audio, this is one hell of a snack rack. That's we got a snack in. cart for the <laughs> office, all thanks to Circle K. You got to go all the way around. Ladies and gentlemen, Emma, Emma is here. Emma is oh, here. Let me, but like, let me get a snack off of it. We got some orange slices. Here's the thing. Circle K is by far my favorite gas station, and I won't get into it here. We'll talk about that another time. But just know Circle K is elite. And... In honor of our brand new partnership with them, we have teamed up for an amazing giveaway opportunity. So, guys, pay attention here, okay? Okay. You have to text PHNX to the number 31310. That is PHNX to 31310 for a chance to win a $500 gas card. Like, who doesn't need a $500 gas card in their life right now? All thanks to our friends over at Circle K. See show notes for more details, but make sure you do it. We want somebody, like, we're literally trying to give you $500 in a gas card for free. Just sign up and take advantage of One it. One of our son's listeners better, or watchers better win this. Like, I want you guys to text that number incessantly to ensure that one of you wins it and not one of the Cardinals people yeah. or one of the Coyotes. We need a No, we need one of our sons people. That's right. That's right. I said it, Coyotes. Just send the you up text right now. So make sure that you guys text that again. It's 31310 and it's PHNX. Uh, again, see show notes for more details. Uh, Circle K is elite as fuck. C Circle K is elite, and I will fight anyone on this. Again, for another day, we will have a debate about this at some point in time. We mm. already did here, and everyone thought I was like wild because I'm literally obsessed with Circle K. I ate dinner from Circle K today. Yeah. Like, we didn't have a lot of time before, before a live watch log. I got one of their chicken uh, sandwiches. Actually, spectacular. Yeah, nice. I was a little, you know, honestly, you go. Oh, I, I got a gas station sandwich. No, this was not a gas station sandwich. This was a spectacular. It was chicken solid. sandwich. All right, let's go ahead and name our draft king, king of the game. This one was a toss up, but it's, it we decided. Have been a toss up. Well, I mean, Book did have a really Book solid outing today, but that's not the story. <laughs> but it's his first game in with with the Phoenix Suns. That's I was going to say he, in Phoenix, but we're not in Phoenix. Game. First game with the Phoenix Suns. It's got to go to Kevin Durant. Oh, I thought we were going to TJ Warren. <laughs> That's not his first game with the Suns. The first minute he played. <laughs> uh, Kevin Durant is our drafting king of the game. He finished with 23 points, 6 rebounds, 10 of 15 from the field. Oh, and also, did I mention two blocks? Congrats to Kevin Durant. We're really happy to have you here in Phoenix with us and finally able to play with this squad because it's been a joy, even though it's only been one game. We have all thoroughly enjoyed it. And I also really love that you helped me win my bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app tonight. Oh. So shout out to you for that as well. <laughs> I think I was the only one who hit you my bet were. tonight. 
Granted, it was the lowest odds and the easiest bet to hit of the night. I had an alternative spread, Suns at six and a half, DA double-double, Chris Paul eight assists, and Kevin Durant 15 points. Um, but it but it hit, and that's all that matters. So what does the leaderboard look like, Emma? <laughs> Oh, I love it. Love to oh, hear it. Oh, wait. Oh, she took the lead. Did you lost I take 10? the lead? Yeah, you The math appears points. that you took the lead. So Saul is at 164.13. I am at 165.04, and Espo is at 104, which means I'm back in the lead. Am I back in the lead? Love this. <laughs> It's okay. We believe no, 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 you, no, no. I want to hear this. He the math is mathing. Oh, it's mathing. So Lindsay started <laughs> with 135.54, and then with her bet, she won 29.50, which equals, bum ba da bum 165.04. Mm-hmm. You bum, lost 10. Does it? And Espo lost it. It does. The math is correct. I did the math. The math is correct. I'm not so good with the math. I don't know if I trust that. <laughs> hey, don't, okay, don't get, question Emma and her get, math. Sir, respectfully. Put respect on her name. When Thank Saul you. has doubts, he turns Italian. I'm not so sure about the math. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> give, me, give me those numbers one more time. I'm offended. Okay, so Lindsay. You're going to be this much of a sore loser. Lindsay started with 135.54. Enjoy my blue shirts. Plus 29.50. Gerald, can I have another shark? Yeah, I got you. All right. They're delicious, aren't they? Am I right? So, Saul, is she right? right? She is right. Okay. Well, there you go. The math is mathing. The math is mathing. Saul is salty right right. now because I am back on top. Let's freaking (laughs) go. Kevin Durant, a Phoenix Sun. What a time to be alive. If you guys have not downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app yet. Smug ass over here. I swear. I'm being super smug because you literally made her do math in front of you. No, you were, you were smug before I made her do the math. Let's yeah, not get it twisted. Yeah, but the math put it over the That's edge. That's where now I have to step it up even more. Now you, now you see why I was dancing there. when no, I took no. the lead. Oh my wait, gosh. wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. If we go, if we reverse, if we rewind this mm-hmm. program mm-hmm. back to... When we first started implementing this mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. you were so salty from the jump, which is why I started being smug because I was like, I'm gonna rub this in. Well, you guys have your little fight. I'm gonna come back. Calm down there, last place. Feel, Nobody uh, wants to hear stupid. you from last place over here. Okay, anyway. I can't hear you from all the way down Enough with there. our shenanigans. If you guys haven't downloaded <laughs> the DraftKings Sportsbook app yet, make sure you do that. But sign up with that promo code PHNX because new customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting of the NBA. Again, with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, okay, so we did talk about um, KD and Book. Mm. but And the king of the game, of course, went to KD. Mm. But Devin Booker had a really solid game, too. And uh, FRBS in the chat said the easiest 37 of Book's career, which I think we'll see a lot more of. Yeah. Again, thank you, Hornets. But like having Kevin Durant out there makes a huge impact. It opens up spacing. And as we're going to see plenty in the playoffs, it puts a team's second best defender on Booker, which he's used to scoring upwards of 25 to 30 points a night against the best defenders in the NBA. So life is going to get a lot easier for him. I think tonight... He was looking to shake off some rust because he hasn't shot the ball particularly well since he's come back. Only about like 23% from three. 
Um, but he was great tonight. 15 of 26, three of seven from beyond the arc, got to the foul line six times, um, 37, seven and six. Like he was not just scoring, he was distributing too. And that's going to be huge because these guys are all going to have to sacrifice a little bit to make it work, but there are going to be opportunities for book to just do what he does and go off like this. Um, and that's going to be fun to watch. But I mean, he took the distributing to heart early on, had those seven assists in the first half. Uh, but this wasn't as if he was getting a whole lot of super easy looks. Let's not mm-hmm. act like uh, this was a cakewalk for Book. He was he was hitting fadeaway jumpers against two uh, you know two a double team. Uh, he was doing things when KD wasn't on the floor. Mm-hmm. He carried them uh, at times in the fourth. So this was this felt like a, a weight had been lifted from Book because he knew he had a partner in crime. Right? We always said he needed he needed a Robin or he needed to be the Robin to somebody's Batman. Tonight he had that. You could tell he felt good about it, and he knew he could go out there and in the minutes he was out there be as aggressive as he needed to be because Kevin Durant was going to be there to pick him up when he wasn't on the floor and needed somebody else to do it. So great game from Book. I'm excited to see how these guys can grow together and where it goes. I thought for sure we were getting a Devin Booker triple-double because early on I think he had, I think it was like 8, 6, and and 5 early on. Mm -hmm that he had it in, in that first. It was like, okay, we're on triple-double watch. He didn't finish there, but a hell of a night in general. Yeah, absolutely. He was hitting some of those tough shots like you were talking about, and he it was good to see him get it going a little bit from three-point range again after he'd been struggling mm-hmm. there. Um, so, yeah, it's it's we shouldn't uh, downplay it to just say, no, Kevin Durant opens up everything for him. But if Book has shaken off the rust, like teams are in trouble, you're not going to be able to stop this. Well, I think it goes back too to what Saul was saying, right? Like we're Book is shaking off the rust at the same time that Kevin Durant's going to start ramping things up, and it's going to be this perfect blend of the two of them with everybody else on this team. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm so excited about with Devin and his performance tonight, because the last handful of games since he came back from injury, like. I know I shouldn't be complaining about it, but I have such high expectations for Devin at this point that when he only makes one three a game or when his efficiency is a little off, I'm just like, Devin, WTF, this is not, (laughs) this is not who you are. Like we know what you are capable of. And now my expectations, which is why Devin has to have 30 or more points in order to be our DraftKings king of the game, because the expectations are far higher for him. And I know we needed to have a little patience, let him get some some of his legs back, whatever, yada, yada. But this is the Devin <laughs> well, I like to see to, night in and Just night to be out. clear, KD does not get king of the game if he doesn't score 30 or more either. Oh, I know, but that's o- what I'm saying. The tonight. expectations mm-hmm. for guys like KD and, and Book are much higher than other people in, in on this team. Just wait till that first game when they both drop 30-plus Oh man! In the playoffs in Game Seven of the NBA Finals, and we fucking hoist that. No, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I, I like yeah, fast forwarded way too fast. Too so who's game seven? I'm sorry. <laughs> how, about, how about we just do it on Friday against the Chicago Bulls? I'd be all right with that. <laughs> That's not impressive. Everybody scores against the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> I mean, still, it's pretty. Even if it's the Chicago Bulls or the Hornets, like 37 is still a solid outing, and I will take it. We'll enjoy watching every it single that, time. That's solid. Like That's most solid. guys, some of the guys at this roster. After they score 37, you should throw a parade and be like, hey, that was the greatest night of your life. Devin Booker, it's like, that was fairly okay. <laughs> I, I mean, shit. It was solid, not fairly okay. We're about to play the, we're about to play the, uh, the Bulls. And what do you have last time? 55, 59? Yeah. 60? I think it was, it was 55. 55. I think yeah. 55. 55, yeah. I mean, shit. 
All right, we got a couple super chats. Uh, two from Magic. Holy Thank crap. you so much for your super <laughs> chats. The first one said DA sixteen and sixteen monster game. DA looks great next to Katie, and then sent us another one that said DA finesse king like Hakeem. Even broadcast said it. So obviously we got a double double tonight from DA. He helped me win my bet as well. Shout out to you, DA. But what did you guys like that you saw from him tonight? I mean, DA was solid. He was solid all the way around. He he was energetic. He was aggressive. Rebounds were not being fumbled at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, like we we expected this to happen to a degree that things were going to open up for him. And this is I, I'm telling you, this is just scratching the surface because the way he played tonight and the opportunities that he's going to get in the future. And I know Chris Paul's Chris Paul, and I know Chris Paul had 11 assists, but Chris Paul also could not shoot for anything tonight. He struggled. But he didn't Um, need to. I know, but he still, every shot he took, he missed. So, I mean, except for one, right? Yeah. He he had two points. Um, And and I know he'll get better. He won't have games like that all the time. What I saw was a glimpse, is what I'm trying to say, into the next version of the big three. Hmm. And that really makes me excited. Just saying. No, and it does. And I think... It was him hitting jump shots, of course, and then CP3 being able to set the table on some of the rolls and easy dishes to him because, guess what? You can't commit too much help defense to that pick and roll anymore because you've got Devin Booker on the wing or Kevin Durant on the wing, and in the corners you've got guys that can shoot now. Um, So that's going to be really tough to stop. It's going to open things up for DA, and this is something I'll be writing about next week, but he had a lot of interesting things to say at practice last week about how his offensive role is going to change, how he's ready to embrace that, and how he's ready to just do the little things that he did that helped him and the Suns get to the finals during that 2021 run. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Like, obviously, 16 rebounds, that's phenomenal. We'd love to see that. Um, Really efficient scoring. He only took 10 shots, made seven of them. And the four assists. Like, he was the third highest assist getter on the team Mm -hmm. tonight behind Book and... CP3, like if all of these guys can just move the ball where it needs to be, they have so much scoring gravity and so much scoring ability that if they make the right pass, somebody is going to be open and get a high quality shot. This is what I want to see from DA. Take advantage of, of the opportunities for you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to force anything. You're seven to 10 from the field. You're aggressive on the boards uh, tonight, getting those uh, 15 defensive rebounds, the one offensive rebound and then pick your pick your moments to pass too because i think that's an underrated part of da's game is his ability to pass he's pretty good for a big guy uh, and i think we're going to see more of that with with this many great players he's going to be out there on the court with i'm excited for da because this takes this takes the pressure off of him and he can just be himself go out there and play his game Right. We got another super chat. This one's from Han said, if DA gets physical, he will get less cheap foul calls. Some good defensive plays tonight. Agreed. Agreed. You got to set the tone early. If you don't set the tone early, then you give the refs the ability to to be flexible with you and pick and choose. If you're aggressive early um, and they let you play aggressive early, that tends to stick throughout the game. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, when he comes out ready to go, it pays off. All right, a couple more super chats, and then I want to go back to um, Chris Paul a little bit. Mm. So this one's from Submerged Suns fan. Hey, thank you for your super chat. Said, from the bottom of the ocean to the mother effing sun, <laughs> let's go, Suns. There we go. 
And then we also got a super chat from Frank that said, hey, Espo, which team is the best in the NBA? Look. Frank? Uh, Frank? Okay, two things. First off, uh, there's only 84 likes on this video and almost 1,000 people watching this live. Mm. So if you don't get anywhere near 150 likes, you're not getting it anyways. But then, Emma, let's put a poll in there if I should actually do it. Because I don't want to be blamed for being a jinx. The people are going to make the decision if that happens or not from now I on. I think that's fair. Because it is one of those things now where it's just like, is it jinxed? Is it is it bad luck for us? Is it like, do we need to bury it in the backyard and let I it just... I refuse to be the one to decide You know what I mean? The people, can, the people can decide if uh, if it's going to happen. <clears throat> I'm going to vote no. I just voted no. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Okay, back to Chris Paul. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry I had a minute on the show where somebody wanted to talk to me. <laughs> I read the super chat for you. I, I, I could have let that I super chat on you. to the end. Oh. I was giving him a hard time for going to... Oh, why did we just do that for a minute? No, no, I was giving I was I was giving her a hard time for voting yeah. while we still have shit going oh, okay. on. Okay, well then, yeah, it's on Lindsay. Come on. She's like, I'm oh. gonna vote right now, and then yeah. just got quiet while she was like, No, you work literally two seconds. You guys are so dramatic. Like, so, uh, anyway, of course we're dramatic. That's back to we're Chris Paul. <laughs> he only had two points tonight, but he did have 11 assists, and the efficiency that we were talking about. So, all right, one of eight from the field, oh four from deep. You don't think this is something that'll be a regular thing for Chris Paul, do you? I don't think it'll be a regular thing, but it's not. It, it definitely won't shock me to see it again and again. I think the biggest because he's had thing, games like that. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is the efficiency with this. Like, if you're having an off night, you don't need to be a guy who's taking shots anymore. Like, we wanted to take the burden off of your shoulders even before Kevin Durant. Now that Kevin Durant's not is here, that is even more of a reason to kind of take a step back I, if you feel that way. I see what you're saying. However, the shots that he was getting weren't I, bad. There, was, there was a couple that, you know, maybe, you know, he hits that, he likes that little, that little midi fadeaway a little bit, you know, like he, he took a couple of those, but I'm talking about like the wide open shots. Like you got to knock one of them. Right. Down, you know what I'm saying? And like, that's teams will, will sag off a of Chris Paul at some point and force him to be more of a contributor scoring wise, especially in the playoffs, especially when you got, let's say the Clippers in town and you got Kawhi who can match up with, with, with KD to a certain degree and Paul George, who can match up with book. Um, you know, you're going to need a third or fourth score. So who's that going to be? And you're hoping that it'll be CP three and DA that can be able to, to help offset whatever those guys are going to do. So um, you, you need a little bit more, but, it's not a panic. It's not a freak out. It's it's a whack ass game against the Hornets. Nobody's gonna lose sleep over it. Nobody will remember it. Um, but hopefully, when when bigger games show up, he will show up. Look, he's he's at an interesting point in his career because, like you're saying, he does have games now more often where he just puts up a dud in the shooting column. Um, but you wouldn't know it looking at his numbers specifically. The three point shooting is shooting thirty seven point six percent from beyond the arc heading into tonight's game. Um, he's taking the most catch-and-shoot jumpers that he ever has in his career. Um, the tracking data only goes back to 2013-14, but that's pretty impressive for a guy that played off the ball quite a bit in Houston as well. Um, and he's done well with those catch-and-shoot threes. So I, I, I know our inclination has been when he has games like this to be like, okay, is he going to be able to figure it out? But you look at that January that he had – when the team needed him, when he came back from that two weeks off with the sore right hip and he was just hitting everything, 
I think when the games actually matter and he's not trying to table set and make sure, you know, Book and DA and KD all get their spots figured out, we're going to see a different, more recharged Chris Paul, especially because, like we talked about on the, the live stream earlier, like being able to stagger KD with the bench-heavy lineups like they did tonight takes a lot of pressure off of CP3 to mm -hmm. set the table for all of those guys, and KD's frankly better suited for that task how at this point. How many minutes does CP3 play tonight? 33. That's much better than 40. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you hope that as, as KD and Booker... Um, and DA get more into a flow mm -hmm. um, that will also depreciate maybe I would like to see CP in an ideal world between 28 to 30 like that's to me that's that's an ideal um, amount of playing time for him because of the wear and tear on his body and just you know he is getting up there and he does typically play well after rest mm -hmm. and so I would like to see that a little bit more yeah, yeah but the only way you're going to be able to do that is for campaign to, to return to some kind of form where y you can have him play some of those minutes. Uh, I think you're going to need that. I'm okay with Chris Paul being the guy that has double-digit assists and doesn't do a lot offensively on most nights, especially a night like tonight where you get Book with 37 uh, and, and KD with 23. I don't need him to to do anything on, on, on a night like this other than get get those guys – the ball and get out of the way. Now there are going to be nights like you're saying where he's going to have to step up, but the fact that you don't need him to do it every night should give him more in the tank to do it on those nights when you do do need it from him. You do so, need it when you do do need it. it. Tonight um, was do do, <laughs> uh, they didn't need it. So. Um, I I agree. Again, however, it, there's there's different. I hate to keep saying this because I feel like I'm just stealing Gerald shit. But there's there are levels to, to this, right? Like, uh, and, and by no means am I saying these two players are anywhere near the same category. But TJ McConnell will get you, you know, eight to ten assists in a game and not score a single bucket, but it's because he only shot once or twice, right? Whereas Chris Paul, it's the way he's getting those those eight shots and the and like. The threes were basically all wide open. Um, that's what I'm like, okay, we need to do a little bit better than that. And I'm, again, I'm not freaking out. And again, it's against the Hornets. Against bigger competition, you're going to expect that. And if you see one for eight again from Chris Paul against the Nuggets or against mm -hmm. the, the Mavs on Sunday or against the Bucks in a week or two, like you're going to sit there and be like, okay, Chris, like stop fucking around. Like you, you got to perform when we need you the most. Yeah. So. All right, a couple more super chats. Uh, this one is from Nick. Thank you, Nick. Said, y'all got a sticky note? Slap a big old five on that four behind you. <laughs> Talking about the jersey that we have hanging up on our set. It's a 34. <laughs> Just got to put a sticky note with a five on it. And I'll take care of it all. Plus one. Five. Thank you for your super chat. We appreciate it. Um, one more super chat and then a couple more topics. Then we'll come back to a couple more super chats. This one's from Rick. Rick, thank you so much for your super chat. They said, I wanted to ask about the shoe, LOL. Uh, Rick said he doesn't get to join us very often, but I'm guessing the shoe's on the table or the shoe I'm supposed the to shoe. eat. I'm the shoe you need to eat. March 16th. <clears throat> it is happening at our uh, at our uh, takeover, uh, the pregame event. I will be eating the shoe there. Mark your calendars. Mark it down. And Shushi you... is on the menu. <laughs> oh! Terrible <laughs> oh, oh, game, everybody. If you can't join us, and we will, we'll, have we'll make a video oh, or yeah. something we'll like that. We'll have content. <laughs> yeah, we'll find a way to make sure everyone gets to see that. Don't Is, worry. Are we 
does Espo have a substitute for that show, or are we just ride no, dog in it? I'll be doing the post game live from the hospital. Don't know. It, <laughs> it'll be okay, people. Well, Espo the will be service at the hospital is not that good, so I don't recommend that. <laughs> but a five G card, we'll be fine. Don't okay. you worry. Yeah, we'll be okay. We'll be Health insurance, we're all right. <laughs> okay, it's officially March, mm. which means March Madness is upon us, and right now. We have a really fun um, March Madness bracket that you guys can join in on the action. So we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to give you a chance to compete in a bracket challenge. Uh, You obviously fill it out. You compete against us and one another. And the first placed prize is a $300 cash prize and a $75 PHNX Locker gift card. Second place is $150 cash, and third place is $50 cash, and it's free to play. So if you guys want to join in, head on over to play.runyourpool.com slash phnx, and uh, make sure you get your picks in when the brackets are live. So there's a couple important dates, obviously March 12th, 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, Selection Sunday. Uh, brackets open after that and then March 14, 15, first for uh, play-in games. So those are not included in the bracket, though. And then March 16th, first game tips off, and that's the deadline to fill out your bracket. So keep an eye out for that. Fun fact, all this money coming out of Max, our sales guy's pocket. Ooh. So make sure to sign up. We want to bankrupt Max. <laughs> yeah, so t- I mean, it, it'll be fun. You get to talk a lot of shit to one another. You get to talk a lot of shit to us, and you could potentially win <laughs> A good amount of money. So check it out. That's play.runyourpool.com slash phnx. I also saw, I think it might have been Amelia in the chat earlier asking what ticket prices for the Mavs game was. I couldn't tell you, but I can tell you if you buy them last minute, you could probably get a pretty good deal on the game time app. It works for all over. Like it doesn't have to be specifically here in Phoenix. You can find tickets to sporting events and concerts up to 60% off when you buy them last minute using game time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Whether you're watching on YouTube or whatever podcast platform you listen on, the link is always in the description of the show. So it's a really easy place to refer back to. If, you know, in a week or two, you're like, hey, I really want to go check out a Suns game. Let me check how much they are on the game time app. That's where you go. Can I share something special? Sure. We've got a very special new shirt that we've dropped tonight and a special offer. The new shirt is our mid-range assassins shirt that we've got. And we've also got the new KD shirt as well. The Slim Reaper. Reaper. Not KD. Just in honor of Valley Slim Reaper. Valley Slim Reaper. Mm. Sure. Uh, Forget (laughs) what I originally said. That was all a lie. Uh, But we have have these two shirts. And if you buy these two shirts right now, you're going to get an exclusive sticker pack which is that mid-range assassins, the Slim Valley Reaper, and the really sweet PHNX Western font there that you can slap on your computer, you can slap on your water bottle, you can slap on uh, whatever you want, as also, long as it's yours. Also, uh, if you couldn't see on that that assassins shirt, um, it has all four numbers of the mid-range assassins, which is DA, Book, KD, and CP3. And Just the a symbols, coincidence, though. It's and the funny. symbols... The symbols I've I've got at, had this question a lot. It means uh, sun and samurai. So there you go. There you Love go. It. It's I, a cool stuff. You could check it out. Phnxlocker.com. I think it's my favorite shirt we've done. 
It's, it's pretty, pretty dope. dope. It's, pretty, it's dope. pretty dope. All right. A few more super chats. Uh, Brian, thank you for your super chat. They said QT is better. Brian, you're wrong. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, I just like, listen, we, we're not going to have misinformation on this show. She had yeah. that one in the chamber. I did. For like I was five ready, minutes. Brian. I was ready for you. There's plenty of places you can go for misinformation on the internet. We refuse to make this one. <laughs> yes. Uh, then we got a super chat from you, you. And they said, yeah. In response, I'm thinking to the shirt that you were talking about. <laughs> okay. That's right when it came, it came yeah. right after the shirt. So that's what I'm going with. You, Thank you, 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 you. Appreciate it. Me, me uh, agrees. <laughs> we got a super chat from Trevor. Trevor, thank you for your super chat. Said, so crazy to see how far the Suns have come. Those t uh, rough 10 years was worth it to see this team become great again. Pinch me, Katie is a son. I mean, it's, awesome. it's about time, Pretty right? Awesome. Like we've been through it for quite a while. It is about time. We are on the other side. Um, thank God. Okay. A few <laughs> questions. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, it's just funny. The, the intonation on thank God. <laughs> Am I wrong? Like no? the, the trauma from the last 10 years just crept in there a little bit. A little it's bit. It's all good though. Know? It's just, you know, what a time. What a time to be alive. Who'd have thought? Not nice. Not me at all. Okay, Leo, thank you for your super chat. Said, would you guys stick with this starting lineup? Josh in the lineup with Tory Craig off the bench? Yes. Yeah, I would. You unlock Tory Craig in. I mean, he looked like his old self uh, tonight off the bench, especially in that first half. Uh, uh, and I like I like what we're seeing. Now, we'll see if Josh can find a stroke. He didn't really have it tonight. But overall, I thought defensively that lineup is pretty, pretty intriguing uh, with that starting lineup. Yeah, obviously tonight you were missing Terrence Ross, so we got to get a look at some other guys as well and a little bit different rotations than the nine-man rotation we'll probably see come playoff time. Um, but it did give us a chance to get a better look at TJ Warren. It did allow Craig to come in off the bench and, and just kind of do what he does. Um, and Kevin Durant playing with that second unit helps there a ton. And I think just mm -hmm. Kogi, like you look at his performance, he only had four points on 0-4 shooting, missed both of his threes. But defensively, he fills a little bit more of a need with that point of attack defense that we've talked about, as opposed to a Craig, who's still more of a wing wing defender. So I, I think if you're bringing a Kogi off the bench, then you have to try and juggle minutes for campaign Josh Akogi, um, campaign Josh Akogi and Damian Lee, and possibly Landry Shamit if he comes back healthy, because we know Monty's affinity for him. So that's just too many guards coming off the bench, I feel like. I feel like you keep Akogi in that starting lineup and have another wing in Craig coming off the bench. I really hope that Monty picks whoever it is that he picks, preferably Josh Akogi, mm -hmm. and sticks to it. Same. That's my biggest concern is yeah. that he's going to try and go matchup by matchup based yeah. on what the Suns should adjust for whomever they're playing. And I don't – I we've talked about that – before him adjusting to their opponents and just needing to stop doing that in general because this team is good enough that other teams should be adjusting to them, not the other way around. And I don't want to see him do that with the starting unit either. Yeah. So I just, I really hope Monty is like, you're the guy and that's that. And Agreed. we'll adjust on the fly if necessary. We're not even going to pretend that maybe we should adjust ahead of time. Only if necessary. Don't get too cute. I'm, I'm asking for growth. Yeah. yeah, don't get too cute. Do what you do. You have the stronger team in most most scenarios. Uh, trust that and go with it. Mm -hmm. Like stop, stop 
tinkering and trying to play because what you end up doing is you, you end up fucking with players heads yeah and that's just not that's not a place you want to be when you head into the playoffs you know you get geeked up to start or come off the bench you prepare accordingly because of that i don't give a shit if it's the day of the game and 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 or two days before the game and mine's like by the way you're gonna start what well if i haven't started for the last 15 games now you're fucking with my rhythm and right. I do not like it. And so Monty's got to understand that. But again, you know, somebody made a good point. Monty was never a starter. He was always a bench guy. He was always a role player. Like, he might not understand that that's how guys really groove to that level. But I'm not going to besmirch him. I'm just going to say, stick with what, what your strengths are and just go with it. Yeah, I, I think sticking with this starting five moving forward should be the plan. Um, I think there's opportunities for TJ Warren on nights where you need offense out of the second unit. I think there's opportunities for, yes, guys like Ish Wainwright when you need defense. Um, I, I do think it he tends to err on the side of uh, trying to adjust preemptively to what the other team is doing. We've seen it before. He did mention in the past that it could be Josh, it could be Tory, depending on matchups. Um, I really just hope he sticks with this. And if you're in a playoff series and you lose a game or two in a row and you can tell that what you have is just not working, then maybe you have the flexibility to change it up because, as we know, the playoffs are all about adjustments. That's the time when you do it. But I think for these last 19 games, it's all about building chemistry. It's getting as close to your playoff rotations as you can so that those groups can gel together a little bit better. Um, and then if you have to be flexible and change it up, that's when you do that. Yeah, I think I said it the night that they traded for KD, but it's the, uh, you know, it's it's the Breaking Bad saying, uh, the Suns are the ones who, who knock, right? Mm -hmm. They're the ones that people should be concerned about. They're the ones that people should be making adjustments to. And that's the benefit you have right now. You don't need to be the one looking across the way and going, Oh no, what are they going to do? Mm -hmm. No, you're the team with the four stars in your starting lineup. Stick with the, your starting five with Josh Akogi. Make them adjust however they need to to you. You don't have to futz around anymore with this because you're not playing your, you know, your five, you know, one star and four bench guys because there's injuries or whatever. You've got you've got the fully loaded roster now. Don't mess around with it. Agreed. All right, and then we also got to see a little bit of TJ Warren tonight, which I know a lot of people were hoping to see more of him. And then, um, of course, Baisley, which we did not get to see still. But TJ Warren, what do you guys think about him tonight? And do you think TJ will crack playoff rotations or not really? I don't, I don't know yet. Gotcha. I don't. I think it's way too early to tell on that one because uh, defensively he's not the strongest. Um, so you need – you need him to provide you something that you can point to and say, okay, that is worthy of being in this rotation in the playoffs, whether it be scoring or maybe a little bit of everything. But um, and it, but it's hard to judge TJ off of basically two games. The first mm -hmm. game, as soon as they were traded, and then he hasn't played since until now. And so I, I think we just need more time. Uh, I don't know how long Terrence Ross is going to be out, but that helps TJ because the longer he's out, the more – opportunities it looks like he's going to get to to kind of impress and i could tell tj really does care mm -hmm. um he you could tell he's 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 uh you know kind of coaching himself and be like you got to be better than this or you got to do this whatever um so i appreciate that but um there's just it's just way too early to tell yeah i think when you see kd go to his full minutes terrence ross come back 
you're not going to see TJ Warren and you're probably not going to see Yish at that point. Yeah. I think that's the way this rotation winds up shaking out. And look, that's not, this is a numbers game for TJ Warren. If they hadn't signed Terrence Ross, he probably would be playing some of those minutes, but they did sign Terrence Ross. I believe there was a promise to him of minutes as well. Uh, and we saw at times tonight, TJ Warren struggles to keep that guy in front of him at the perimeter, uh, which makes it tough. Uh, you know, I know they're getting used to defensive rotations here. He hadn't played in 18 days, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. But I think that the defense is what's going to cost TJ's uh, chance to play here. I agree. I, but I thought, I thought tonight he was pretty good. He was actively trying on defense and he was, you know, swiping at a lot of balls in the lane as a help defender. Like he, he put in the effort. He tried to do the most that he had with his time and he wound up playing more minutes than Ish Wainwright, who is the guy who has been kind of taking his minutes recently um, but yeah, I, I do think the reason that we haven't seen him to this point, it's probably the same reason we haven't seen Darius Baisley much is learning new defensive concepts is hard. And if you're not a high caliber player who, you know, is right away deserves to be in there. Like we, we forget that TJ Warren was away from the game for basically two years until a couple months ago when he made his return with the nets and like he put up really good scoring numbers there. Um, but it's it's tough to come into a new system and learn on both sides of the ball. And I think that's a big sticking point with Monty. Um, and I know people want to see Baisley as well, but he's I just don't think he's ready. His his role with the Thunder was diminishing. That's a sub five hundred team. I, I don't understand the impulse for yeah. him to be on a title contender it's, now and be playing heavy minutes. I just don't think that's realistic. I'll say what it is. Um fuck. People are enamored. Mm. Enamored. With the bench player that nobody knows anything about. Mm. Well, I, Jesus, I am like, what are we, what are we trying to do with Baisley here? Like they've seen him in practice. They've seen his scouting tape. They've played against him a couple times when he was with OKC. Like we don't need to see anything else more. It's the young player mystery box thing. Like, yeah, yeah. it could be, be a boat or you a could take the mystery in the rough. box. It Aaron Holiday, we we stand for that guy, and in the same thing, and Dwayne Washington. Uh, so I think it's I, just Aaron in Holiday. our nature to want whoever that guy is towards the end of the bench to succeed. See, the difference for that is is like I watched Aaron Holiday play just about every single game he did in college, mm. and I thought that what he provided in lieu of campaign possibly would have given them a spark because when he did get minutes, he Score. did produce. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like. It's not. It wasn't a, uh, a you know a kind of oblivious and infat infatuation with a player I've never seen before. That's ninety five percent of the people that have that are clamoring for Baisley to get minutes have never watched him for one second. You don't so think they, they watch his college. So they want to see for themselves, right, whether yeah. or not he deserves minutes or not, and can judge accordingly. And right. I'm here to tell you that ain't happening. Right, he's it's, not going to get minutes. It's, it's, it's a, no, it's a curiosity thing. It's also a size thing. People in the chat keep mentioning the Suns' starting lineup is too small. They don't have enough size. They have two seven-footers on the back line. Josh Okogie has a seven-foot wingspan. Devin Booker is close to seven feet. Um, like they, they have, they have the wait, what? Oh no, sorry. Wait, I was like, what do you consider have, close like, what do you mean, to yeah. seven feet? He's six four. He's close to seven feet. <laughs> no, well, I was talking about wingspan. I got you, I got you, I got you. Um, but they have, they have length in that defense. I understand that in some matchups, yeah, you might need to adjust because of the size component. But Darius Baisley's not going to start for this team, a nor should he. 
And B, like you have enough length and size with these lineups, with your bench lineups as it is. Um, again, I get the curiosity to see what a young guy can do. We've seen it with multiple guys on this roster before, but so, lots of people had curiosity about Ish Wainwright too. And now look, every time he gets minutes, everybody's like, like oh, he sucks, take him out. And that's just not <laughs> like... <laughs> we can get there with Baisley too. Now, look, but a lot of people are like, well, what? We will, I mean, we will. Eventually, we do with everybody. I think the part of this that people are missing, they're like, well, why'd you deal Dario for him uh, if, if you weren't going to play him? Because you saved a lot of money. It was wasn't, a luxury tax wasn't he half of uh, of Dario's salary? So you saved, I believe it was almost $20 million in luxury tax based on where they are. So it was in part a money-saving uh, saving move. But it's also because if you like what you see from Baisley in practice and things and you think he has potential for the future, you re-sign him in the offseason mm-hmm. uh, at, at a team-friendly deal and you keep developing him. It was. It's the kind of flyer you were supposed to take with with that expiring salary cap because you weren't bringing back Dario Saric no matter what. So that money was going to disappear if you didn't utilize it this way. James Jones made the right move here, and you don't need need to play him for that to to be the right move. All right, couple things from the chat. One more super chat. This one's from Bobby. Bobby, thank you so much. Said hello. The shoes that Lindsay is wearing are a lot nicer than the ones on the table. Facts. She might be wearing Converse. Go, Lindsay. Converse, they look good on any lady, any color. Is this Lindsay's Thank you, Bobby. Um, <laughs> Lindsay just, I love my, co- I mean, Lindsay's Converse. Are so nice. are just homies. Cool, whatever. Don't hate. My shoes are cooler than those shoes. I didn't know. I'm going to go with that. Nobody's hating on the shoes. I am. And then we also got a comment from Espo's Burner. That said, why does Lindsay get the special chair? Well, um, I would like to say I have a special chair because I'm the most special person here, but it's the exact same chair that the guys are in. And they're all for more furniture, which means they're all special. Well done. And you can get a special chair from more furniture as well by heading over to morefurniture.com and you'll save big on the best furniture in the valley when you do go to morefurniture.com. Also, make sure you get the white glove delivery. Because it quite literally takes the heavy lifting out of buying new furniture. And it's just a heck of a lot easier. So treat yourself to the white glove delivery. Especially if you've got stuff that's going up a flight of stairs. Yeah, Having somebody else carried up that flight of stairs is quite nice. Even And in the summertime, too, even if there are no stairs, if you're moving or buying furniture in the summertime, you gotta you got to have somebody else do it for you. By the way, I'm guessing what uh, the chat was asking about is your stool. And it's because Lindsay is, oh, that makes is about four foot nine and her legs dangle. And if you sit like that for an hour, you lose all circulation. So This is fact. You keep it getting is. shorter every time I write. I know. <laughs> Tomorrow I'm going to be like two and a half feet tall. And that's about it. Also, you should treat yourself to some Four Peaks beer because Four Peaks beer is a treat in and of itself. We have the Suns Brew Pack here on the table in front of us. We have a fridge full of all the different offerings that Four Peaks has. So highly recommend you guys check it out. And our friends over at Four Peaks, they will be out at the M3F Festival March 3rd and 4th. So that's just around the corner. You can grab your tickets at m3ffest.com. And also make sure you enjoy a wow wheat beer while you're out there. They go hand in hand. Just a reminder, though, you do have to be 21 years or older. And we ask that you enjoy responsibly when you drink Four Peaks beer. Also, real quick. Uh, if you vanished magically from the chat, it's probably because you said some crash shit or you're being rude 
uh, and we don't need that here. So uh, be polite, be courteous. You can cuss, it's fine. You yeah. can you can go ham, whatever, but don't attack people and don't be rude. Uh, nobody wants that. Yeah, this, uh, is you a, can, this is a nice community can, where can we can have... You can argue all you want, yeah. for sure. That's not the problem. Yeah. But once you start... Once you start crossing that line and trying to get personal with people or saying some crass things to any one of us four, you're probably going to get bounced. Just so you know, there is a code of conduct. Let's be nice to everybody, huh? Yeah. E-L-E. Everybody love everybody. There you go. That or if you're a Lakers fan, you might get banned. Yeah, yeah. You're just <laughs> random bannings for Lakers fans. <laughs> we might just put you in a timeout. We won't ban you. All right. Uh, a couple more things from the chat. And we have a, the poll. The poll is completed, Espo, but we'll save that for the very, very final thing. Uh, we got a super chat from Laking. Thank you, Laking. Said Katie and Book equal best duo in the NBA. No lies detected. That's no lies. facts. The code no. did make a point, and I will give him credit for this because he has been <laughs> uh, a little uh, cantankerous in the chat, especially when it came to DA. Uh, but he did say, you guys are the same ones who downplayed the Tory Craig trade when it first happened. No, no, no. Correction. I was the first one. When he first got <laughs> traded to the Suns, I was like, who? Like, why would we ever give this guy any run? And then he be became a valuable part of that championship or that that finals run. So I, okay, I will take a step back. Maybe you're right. Maybe Baisley is Tory Craig 2.0, just waiting and chomping at the bit. I will concede that. Hey, I, I want to be fair. The second time they traded for him, we knew who he was. Yes, yeah. we did. This yeah, I did. We did. <laughs> and we thought it was a good trade and it backfired. So I, I, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> Tory Craig has done a stand-up job. Tory Craig, friend of the program. No, last year he was not very good. Oh, I thought I know, but when he got traded the second time, still Tory yeah. Craig. This year, Tory Craig, much better. Still mm -hmm. one of my favorite interviews. Uh, I love Tory fans Craig. of Tory. Love Tory Craig. Um, okay, one more super chat. T Bounty said, "When's the next Four Peaks and or a legal pizza event?" Well, our Coyotes crew seems like they meet at Four Peaks before every home game anyway, so. Uh, you can jump in their chat and ask them. But for us, our next Four Peaks event will be at the end of March, the last, the last Wednesday. Wednesday of the month. Yeah. Um, and you can come out, hang out with us. I will buy you a beer. I've always done that. Um, and it's been it's always fun. We're trying to get more people to come out because, you know, there, there's a few people that come out, but it could always be more. And we understand. Listen, we start our shows at 11 o'clock that day. We go live at 3 o'clock. Mm -hmm. See if you can uh, just say, hey, boss, uh, my stomach's not feeling so good. I think I need a little wild wheat to cure it. And bounce. Not yeah. feeling good. Just just start coughing the day before. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. You got like, you gotta, you to really sell yeah. it, okay? Yeah. Just say, hey, I just took one of those home uh, COVID tests, and uh, I got them two lines. And just oh, no. Out. But then you get a whole entire week or something change yeah. working from home. Got so two like, I got them two lines. Right. You know, maybe the night before, you text your boss, like, hey, uh, I'm going out for some uh, sushi. And then uh, maybe uh, two hours later, you're like, Don't oh, text him. That's just so random. Stomach is not feeling so hot. Just give you a heads up. <laughs> you preemptively tell him, yeah. hey, boss, I'm going for sushi. Yeah, yeah. Me and the homies going out for some sushi. <laughs> just tell him before you leave the office. You don't have to text him. Hey, boss, on my way home, I think I'm going to pick up some of that shrimp out of the back of one of them vans oh, on the side God. of the street. I uh, don't think I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. All go. right. Um, I don't know how to say this name. I don't know. What would you say? I can't see that shit from I'm just going to say Phoenix, whatever. Um, but they said, think we only got four or five more games of rotation tinkering before we get our playoff nine. How many games do you guys give Monty before he needs to, like, 
pretty much solidify it and then allow them to find their chemistry? I'm going to say 10. Yeah. 10? I'm going to say 10. Yeah. Because Monty Williams, oh man, I might get in trouble for saying this one. Uh Uh, Monty Williams very much feels like um, his decision making is like my wife. Oh, like you're gonna get major no, 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 no. Like he has all the information he needs, but for whatever reason, he just needs to take his sweet ass time oh, making it. And uh, I love her to death. She knows it. She knows. It. She knows it. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we have two other bedrooms, so I'm good. <laughs> Look, I love you. If you can get in the house. Uh, you, you, insult, oh you insult your wife. I feel that's more like my father's decision making. Uh, but uh, look, how many do I think he should take? I'm right there with them. Ten. How many do I think he'll take? Nineteen, potentially oh, twenty in the first game of the playoffs. Yeah, Lord, I I'm, I'm setting it around ten. I think it's okay to tinker during this time. People were freaking out about the all bench lineups during the game even though they played like a minute at the end of the first quarter and then like two or three minutes in the third and yeah they cut it down to six but they had already cut it down to single digits before the all bench lineup came in um i again i think even though you're not going to see all bench lineups in the playoffs this is your opportunity to play them as many minutes as possible while still riding your best starting lineup (laughs) to a better record. Like you've got to evaluate what these guys can do. It's a, it's a minutes restriction thing too. With with KD on his minutes restrictions, uh, you know, that's part of it too. So yeah, exactly. You, You can't people expecting them to stagger right now. Like they are not playing 40 minutes a game in the regular season, nor should they be like, you need to save them for the playoffs come playoff time. Yeah. One or two of those four will always be on the court but it's because they're going to be playing around 40 minutes a game. So, like, this is the time to figure out what you've got in your bench, guys. All right. Time to tell you guys the results of the poll. So we asked the chat to vote if Espo should or should not do his whoever the best team in the NBA is or whatever version version of that you would like to do, Espo. We won't put you in a box. Does this mean you lost? It does mean I lost. Fifty-eight oh, percent okay. said yes, and forty-one percent said no. Man, so who's the other one percent? Listen, YouTube is not great math. at math. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you just have to know that YouTube polls are always going to be a little shy of a full one hundred. Yeah, I can't but, wait but that's till just it's fifty-forty-nine one time. That's just how it works. <laughs> I'm sure there's some rounding that goes on or whatever, but okay. So it's probably I guess I'm, based I guess on I'm, they don't want to do the percentages, yeah. so they just keep it even or something. I, I guess I'm doing this, huh? I guess so. <clears throat> the Phoenix Suns have the potential to be the best team in the NBA. <laughs> suck it. Who do we play tonight? Charlotte. Charlotte, suck it. <laughs> Dallas, suck it. Whoever is in the NBA. That was. Uh, I don't like That's all I got for you. I, I, I just, it doesn't feel right. Yet. You got to, yeah, no, but I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. We can't bring this shit on ourselves. No. Again. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? I so that's why I like your improvisation. Look, they, they could be. But can I also say this? No. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Can I also say the fact that I do kind of appreciate how things kind of come full circle a little bit because mm-hmm. there is such thing as NBA karma. And I think we're starting to see that across the league, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some of those fan bases that had a lot of success early on and wanted to dance all over the sun's graves, things are not exactly going their way right now. <clears throat> New Orleans, Memphis. Um, and you know, Hey, I'm just <laughs> saying like, you, be cool. Just let it happen. Hey, 
Just be cool. We can we can go back to it. We will when also they listen win to our their own fourth advice. game in the if exactly. they win their fourth game in the finals. I, Until if, then, yes, I will. I will happily do it when it's factually correct. That was the thing last year when I did it. It was factual. Right. They had the best record in the that's NBA. True. Mm-hmm. They have the fourth best record in the West right now. Yeah. Yep. You know that's I. I don't feel right doing it when it's not factual. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, with that, uh, we're going to say goodbye. That's Thank it? you guys for joining us. That's it. That's it. Okay. Uh, we right. appreciate you as the, always. The five hours we've talked tonight was <laughs> not <laughs> enough for you. I, I don't know why, but I feel like I kind of want to keep going. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm going to go. You can hang out. We can start you up a whole nother live feed if you want. You can so. live stream your drive home from the office. <laughs> you can just live stream me sitting on this chair while everybody leaves. So. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. We're going to find out. All right. Well, we're going to be live tomorrow at 3 p.m. Oh, same place. There is one more thing. Yeah. Somebody earlier in the chat said, what if I already bought the Slim Valley Reaper shirt? Can I still buy the other shirt and get the sticker pack? And I'm here to tell you, all you have to do is email us at merch at gophnx.com. Tell them what the solution is or tell them what the problem is and they got you. Yep. Cool. Awesome. I love that. We, hey, listen. Solutions to problems. That's the best thing mm-hmm. ever. One thing we will always do is we will always try to do right by you people because um, we appreciate all you buying our merch, being a diehard, and coming on to our shows. So um, if we can do it, we will. Okay. So we'll see you tomorrow, 3 p.m. YouTube channel. Of course, if you can't join us live, you can always listen wherever you get your podcast. Thank you guys for joining us who were here in the chat this evening. If you are still here, make sure you hit that like button on your way out because it helps us out a lot. If you are listening wherever you get your podcast, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe because that also helps us out a lot and we really appreciate it. Okay, till we see you tomorrow, you can follow the show on Twitter at bhnx underscore sons. You can follow me at lindsaysmithaz. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. I never thought I'd say this, but after a pregame show, a live watch along, and a 70-minute postgame show, I'm sick of my own voice. Ahoy, hoy. never gonna let go. BHNX, though. Lindsey, Gerald, Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. Y'all always rep the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team.